This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Hello, listeners. I'm Allie, and this is Quad Pro Quo. As always, I am joined by my three co-hosts, Tammy. Hi. Matt. Hello there. And Guido. Hello. We are a film podcast inspired by the quid pro quo scene in Silence of the Lambs. Each week, one of us picks a movie, and this week is Tammy's pick. But before we get to the movie, um, the elephant in the room is that Tammy is not here and has been replaced by John. Hello. Yay, Yay John's back. John's back. <laughs> and also, big news, the red truck is gone. Exactly. Right, it just, you know, I had it helicoptered away. You did. And it was dropped into traffic. Uh, Well. Real talk, I believe he probably bitched about it enough to Tammy. And then Tammy went to her mother, who also loves calling the police. And <laughs> pretty sure she called the police. Because ever since then, Carol has my phone number too. And she's like, is the truck still there? I was oh like, my God. Because some anonymous tips were filed through never, the website that allows us to file anonymous tips oh no, to no. crimes. I know, Carol. I know. There's Car- a truck in a street. <laughs> it's well. Hold on. It wouldn't be a thing if it was if it was actively like currently registered. Well, I never saw the police come though and like look. No, we- because I truly think that this was resolved without our input at all. Well, yeah, because we saw him get picked up by somebody mm-hmm. to take him to go get gas. And then he filled up the truck with gas, and then he ha- it, he's been gone ever since. So then, technically, yeah, he did. Technically, we weren't being like. No, it was kind of an abandoned. We weren't. We weren't being bougie like yuppies in our neighborhood. It technically was an abandoned vehicle because yeah. it didn't have any gas. He was in using it. it as a storage lot for his third piece of shit, and now it's gone. Great. That's what I use your garage for. Oh, is that your third piece of shit? <laughs> Listen, dude, this year is the year of the Merc. Okay, we're gonna do some buffing. We're gonna do some screwing of some chrome. What's the mer- What's the merc? It's that thing that's in his garage that I drove Mercedes. in there. I drove. It's, listen, it it's really important to know. Yeah, notice. yeah, it's, oh. it's the Mercedes. So it's an, oh. I drove it in there. Just hasn't ever come back <clears throat> out. Is it like? Will it, is it like Willy Wonka's right. chocolate factory? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see them go in, but no one ever comes. Yeah, out. Yeah, but I drove it in there. <laughs> I drove it under its own power into the garage. Well, that's good. Like Matt, or I mean, so, like Guido like said, the red truck. It does drive places. Ooh. So, like Guido said, this will be the year that we all chip in, roll up our sleeves, and work on it. Guido will take the engine. John will take the the exterior, the exterior, and I'll look on the back wheel. I'll keep an eye on that back wheel. It looks a little shoddy. Oh, back that is there. a great segue to our today's movie, today's pick, which is Tammy's pick. But um, because Tammy's sick, she found an old Quizno sub and ate it. Uh, okay, and got sick. <laughs> and got sick. Which a new Quiznos sub would never do. No. Oh. Nothing You're but suppo- the finest quality products at Quiznos. We love the subs. <laughs> we love the subs. We're going to be, you know, working together to discuss her movie. So I guess let's just get into it. Tammy's movie came out in 1994. It was directed by Richard Donner. Quad pro quo alum. Yes. Starring Mel Gibson, Jodie Foster, and James Garner. We're talking about Maverick. Mel Gibson. Damn thing won't stay in a holster. <laughs> 
Jodie Foster. A silly looking creature's called Maverick, and, and my name is Annabelle Bransford. I'll be taking the stage. Well, so am I. So am I. James Garner. And relax and enjoy the journey now. Maverick. Not Top Gun Maverick. Maverick. You're talking about Maverick. You now have to say when you search into it on the on your smart TV, you have to say Maverick Mel Gibson or Maverick 1994. You do. When I looked it up online, I had to put Maverick 1994 <laughs> because everything came up as Top Gun. Thanks a lot, Tom Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jerk. This, this movie was also written by William Goldman, who wrote Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, All the President's Men, The Princess Bride. So Magic Mike. No. Oh, I thought you did. No. <laughs> um, again, directed by Richard Donner, who directed... The Omen. Superman. Superman 2. Lethal Weapon. 1 through 4. Yes. Great director. And it is an update of the Maverick TV series, which starred James Garner as Maverick. So this is a film version of the show. Yeah. So that's why this movie's so campy Ad- and watered down and lame. TV show Western adaptations are so I wouldn't hot. use those adjectives, wow. but sure. See, that's why when we were discussing beforehand, when we found out... I can't believe you would say that about my pick. When we found out about... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when we found out about Tammy's illness, we're like, we were going to press on because, you know, we already announced that was the movie from last last week's episode and then Allie was like I should be the one to run the movie because I actually like it unlike Guido no I just said should I run it because I actually do like it unlike Mr. Negative Adjective hey I I, I would be happy to talk about 310 to Lame Town okay well let's go around the table and um say whether we had seen it before I have I used to watch it way too much I don't know why I watched it way too much but I watched it a lot were you like watching it to prime your pump for love potion number nine because you used to say that was like porn for you so like no. watch that and then love potion number no. nine and then just and ju- there's, there's, there's more than like, one they're flicking i, I the think meat. you might be onto something there are a lot of very well fitted vests in this film. that's great yeah some greatly shaped sides. i don't yep. know why i liked it so much from my favorite anti-semite yes <sighs> um john slash tammy oh absolutely it seemed Okay. Yeah, this used to run on like TNT and shit. In the maybe of the that's day why it was oh, just always on. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Yes. Maybe that's why it was just always yeah. on. Same. Yeah. Totally saw it before. I mean, you know, I'm not. I'm not gonna hide. I mean, yes, knowing what we know now, he is a terrible person. He is a terrible human being. Yeah. But, let's just get that out of the way. But you know what? Mel Gibson sucks. Mel Gibson. is just a handsome man. He is handsome. And he's. I just love watching his movies. Okay, Guido. Yeah, I loved it when I was a kid. I used I watched it a lot. Okay. I've seen it I've seen it a lot. Okay. Let's get started. <laughs> <laughs> we open the movie with Maverick, Brett Maverick, played by Mel Gibson. Brett, Brett. Brett Maverick. Hanging. Bert. He's got a noose around his neck. He's hanging from a tree, sitting on his horse, and then there's rattlesnake well, at his horse. The the bandits that were hanging him. But we don't know that yet. Well, no, they threw no, the rattlesnake. No, Alfred Merlina throws a ma- throws the rattlesnakes back after his big bad guy speech. He's like, I don't want you to. I know. Doc Ock. I mean, this is the same scene, but we don't see the Alfred Molina speech until later. No, no, no you see, oh, we the, yeah, you see, see you I see it, already because I, I even wrote it down. I was like, uh oh, this isn't good. Last, oh, I'm right. I'm last right. time Alfred Molina was one of the first people in a movie, really didn't bode well for his character. So I was expecting no. him to die like right after that, <laughs> just like in Raiders. Yes. So we have a gang of outlaws led by Alfred Molina. His character's name is it's Angel. I'm not sure if it's Angel. I'm going to say Angel. They all say Angel. They but do. They're say also Angel. all white. Okay. 
Well, bad guy him racist. Yes. And well, then we did because at the end of the movie we did hear him say, "I hired somebody." Say, "I hired the Spaniard to do this." Blah right. blah blah. Because I was also sitting there like, I "Thought he's from Mexico." I was like, "Is he Mexican or is he?" Because if you look at his outfit, he's got like beads. And it looks like he has like a like a Native American indigenous person like yeah, outfit on. The, I thought the, I hired the Spaniard line is just more subtle racism. Yeah, I mean, like I don't care which flavor of brown he is. It's a guy being a jerk. Attitude. I mean, people yeah. from Mexico are indigenous people. Do they so. speak Spanish? Yes or no? Uh, uh, well, who uh, You never hear them in the Spaniard. movie. So he is being hung from a tree on his horse with the rattlesnakes. I guess hoping that the rattlesnakes will make the horse will startle the horse, horse make the horse run away, and, then and he gets hang. yeah, he yes. gets hanged. And then we get a voiceover. <sighs> Love a voiceover. I voiceover. you know what though. <laughs> Yeah, it's one thing to love a voiceover, but you know, Mel, he was a class of his own when it comes to like to, to voiceover to work. voiceover narration. <laughs> okay, I mean, come on, I know somebody's going to pick this movie sooner or later, but like that, I mean, yeah, we're doing this, but I mean, like payback. I said I'd stop hurting people if she said she'd stop hooking. We'll see who do a better job. Yeah, it's Western noir. My father loves payback. really serious stuff. So, short story: Brett Maverick is headed to a poker tournament. And he needs $25,000 for the entry fee, and he's short three grand. That is a shit ton of money back then. Did you? Did, did anybody, anybody put that in a calculator? I looked it up. Thank you. So 25000 in 1874, which is when this movie takes place, would be around six hundred grand today. Yeah. So a lot of money. Okay. Brett is, I'm assuming, a poker player by trade. Don't really know what his job is. We're going to assume a poker player. Professional I'm a card poker player. player. Yeah. Yeah. I've known a few of them. Yeah. So he checks into um, a local bar slash hotel that's Bounce off tunnel walls. on the beach. I mean, there's just also sand everywhere. Grand. <laughs> he comes down to, you know, the little bar at night and they're playing poker. And we meet Annabelle Bransford, who is played by Jodie Foster. <sighs> She's a... Uh, very pretty and, and from the south. What? She has a accent. She is pretty. Okay. Oh, God. Sorry. I'm sorry she's not a 13-year-old prostitute. Oh, man. They grow up. <laughs> wow. I didn't realize. Why is that the only other option? The, the I, way, I disagree with the this. Way, the way that she was sitting over there talking about her, I was like, oh, crap. Allie was replaced by John Hinckley Jr. Yeah. Jesus. I like Jodie Foster. I thought all whorehouses were like... <laughs> The, the rush hour. Are you talking houses. nice about her to impress her? Is that it? Yes. They just line I up. Hope she hears this. <laughs> so he tries to uh, sit down. Alfred Molina, Angel, is also at the table and uh, doesn't really want Mel to join or Maverick to join. And um, Maverick says, Well, I promise I will lose for an hour. But really, he's studying everyone's tells. He's going to lose for an hour so that he can learn what everyone's tells are. Correct? Yeah. 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 That, yeah. Was, that was the play. Okay. Plus, they, he needs so to get, get a seat the at the table. Poker. They're not just going to let anyone in. Yeah. We so. get, yeah. We get the poker montage because... Um, we get to we see get everybody a, like, touch their face and move their cards We get a poker around. montage. We get the little character actor from Beautiful Girls. I mean, <laughs> I, I also wrote down like during this poker montage, if Tombstone is the, mo- is the Western movie for mustaches... This is the movie for sideburns because oh. everybody Absolutely just has Great amazingly quaffed sideburns. You either got the mutton chops or you got the close ones or just. Great hats in this movie. Too. Oh, 
So lovely hats. Lovely hats. So Maverick wins a big hand and the little bowler hat wearing gunslinger at the table says he doesn't think it should count because his head wasn't in the game. He was thinking about beautiful girls. Yeah, he was thinking about beautiful girls. Which is hilarious. I know. It's the same, you can, what, it's the same you know, guy? Only a gunslinger would say that. Exactly. I'm a gunslinger. Apparently oh. the... Look like a clown. He is. It, that was an actual like gunslinger. Like it was a real person. The character he played. Oh, okay. yeah. Because yeah. at first you're like you're like, oh, is this somebody that I screwed over? Because Maverick's like when he hears that name. When he hears the name, he yeah. drops his chips. He's like, oh, 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 yeah. Almost a gunfight, and then we get this great quick draw scene with Maverick. Basically, let's be honest, it's a dick measuring contest. Yeah, he's, who can pull their gun fast enough? He was twirls doing, it around. He was yeah. doing oh, like twirlies. Lots of twirls. Jump gun gymnastics. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Guido, it's a single action army quick draw. Sure is. I know. It's I very shiny. Them. I wrote them. And uh, he flips around a bunch. <laughs> a bunch. Not really good trigger discipline. I want one. Because he's flipping <clears throat> around. I want one. With the trigger. Then Maverick almost gets into a fight with Angel, Alfred Molina. But then this other gang comes in and says that they've been after Maverick because he screwed them over and the fight floods out into the street and he fights all of these like five gang members all by himself. Four on one and they got whips. Whips. Amazing. And yeah. Club for whatever. And then Mel and then Mel got it. I was like, man, the 90s was a great time for Mel just grabbing a weapon and just charging at a group of dudes yelling. He is his Braveheart. I feel like he does that in a lot of his movies in the 90s. He loves whips. And then leading into like no, he just does it a lot because he yeah. do, does it in Braveheart, does it in The Patriot. Absolutely. He has uh, to have done it at least 12 times in the Lethal Weapon movies. Then later that night, after he's won, he's probably won a good amount of money, but still not enough. He still needs, you know, at least 25 grand. And um, Annabelle, Jodie Foster, kind of seduces Maverick or tries to, steals his money, but he catches her. She's a con artist and a thief. And a poker player. And just at this one instance, I'll probably come back. I mean, yeah, we'll bring it. We the, can bring the kissing is very aggressive in this movie. I will say very that. aggressive. Oh, thank you. I, I was like, maybe I'm just overly sensitive to aggressive kissing. But they both have like a single working nostril between I mean, them. I don't know. A lot of sniffing. It's just, Lots. It's just so weird because I, I like both of these actors separately, but I do not like them together. I feel like there's like z- no almost chemistry. no chemistry between them. And then when we were talking about while we were watching it, I said it's because I'm like, when they're together, it reminds me too much of Nell. And then Allie's like, Liam Neeson was in that Liam movie. Neeson's and well. I was like, oh, well, didn't Mel Gibson direct that though? I don't think so. I think Jodie Foster directed it. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. You no. could look it up. You just wanted to say now so you could say like chicken pie. <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason you wanted to. Loved you in contact. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's another movie where she had the person she was paired up with had like zero chemistry with her, but that was just pre- Oh, that was Matthew McConaughey? Yeah, pre-McConaughey, Matthew right. McConaughey. That was Matthew McConaughey. I forgot about I've never seen that movie. I've heard it was, it's terrible, I heard. It's the underwhelming. The mediocre uh. and the movie's a real bad telling of it. Oh, okay. So the next day, Mel, or I'm sorry, Maverick, goes to the bank to try and uh, collect money from people that owe him. The guy who runs the bank is Juliette Lewis's father, character actor. I don't also know, in I feel Thund- bad saying that. I don't know his first name. I didn't look it up. In a lot of Clint Eastwood westerns. Oh, okay. Also, oh, God, I'm trying to, I'm blanking on his name, too. I think it's something with a J, too. It's like Jonathan Lewis or Jugdash Lewis. It's not Jugdash. <laughs> um, but he's Juliette Lewis's father. He doesn't have the money, he says, and then the bank gets robbed. 
And who is the main bank robber? Somebody who's oh, too old no. for this shit. He is way too old for this Somebody shit. Somebody who is too old for this shit. Oh, man. It's actually, I mean, it doesn't really make any sense to do this, but it was, the bank robber comes in, the bank manager says, I don't have any money because that's what he told Maverick, and then hands over a billfold with like thousands of dollars. Yeah. <laughs> it's so heavy. Like, it's really like, driving home that everyone in this universe is a, is a motherfucker. Yeah. And even if they're your friend, they're going to steal from you. Exactly. And they're going to so, lie to your face. And they're going to lie to your face. So wait, we didn't dis- we didn't announce who the uh, bank robber was. Was it Dennis or was it Mac? Oh, I don't know. I don't know which one. <laughs> I don't know the answer to that. Well, yeah. I mean. Both. Yeah. They switch halfway through. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was like, yes. The answer to that is yes. Yes. It was Danny Glover. <laughs> AKA childish Gambino. They stared oh. into each other's eyes. So yeah, so they like. do they do kind of this double take because obviously they were both in Lethal Weapon, also directed Just by the Richard man Donner. I used to know. So it's like a deja vu that hasn't happened yet. Kind of is that what deja vu is? I believe the correct term for what happened there is uh, fan service. Yes, yes, absolutely. And I hate it when oh. certain people do it, but in this case, it was good. It was fun when women do it bad. <laughs> Martin and Charlie Sheen did it in one of the one of their movies. Uh, they just float by each other and stare no, that's at each ho- other. That's, that's Hot, hot shots, shots Part Two. Part yeah. Two. They both go, "I love you in Wall Street." <laughs> yeah, that's good. Well, that's Incoming. a silly movie, though. That's like a ridiculous movie. D- on my list. So the bank robber is Danny Glover. Apparently, one of the other bank robbers was Corey Feldman. I noticed that when the end credits rolled. Yeah, but I I don't think you see him because they all have their faces covered. Thank God. I wouldn't want to show my face either. I wouldn't yeah. want to show my face if I was Corey Feldman. And I read either. some I read some trivia that said that this looks like well, Skrillex. Corey Feldman said that originally he was supposed to play the gunfighter, like the the kid at the poker table with the bowler hat on. Oh, God. Yeah, he was original, but Mel Gibson apparently said no. Thank God. And I was Mel, like, Mel Gibson used to make good decisions with Yeah, I everything. think so. He and made he didn't. The Passion of the Christ. Yeah, that was like 04. Uh, that was crazy Mel Gibson. That was his, yeah, that was I, the I, I would argue that that man has always been crazy. Well. It's a special forces tattoo alley. The bank robbers blow up the bank. Danny Glover says the iconic line of, I'm getting too old for this shit. Great. Excellent. And then as Maverick's leaving the bank, he gets approached by the dudes who he beat up from the night before. And we find out that he paid them good to money. take a dive. Basically. But not yet. I feel like this scene was like a scene from a Mel Brooks movie. They literally point a gun to his head and say, you don't have our money. We're going to kill you. And then he gives them $100, asks for change. And they're like, oh, yeah, I got some change. I'm like, you were going to kill him. You could just take the $100. <laughs> like, you don't have to give him change. Oh, I got, That's I got, why it's a Mel Brooks thing. Yeah, okay. It's like someone's well, got to. If you paid attention to how much money they were giving him, he got way more change back <laughs> than know. he was supposed to. Oh, yeah. Someone's got to go back and get a shitload of dime. I was, like, like them. <laughs> I was getting like Scott Tenorman and Cartman vibes where I was like, okay, give me this. Yeah. And then give me your 20. And then I'll give you this. Yeah. And then you give me this back. That's $25 a piece. But they, Damn, Scott Tenorman. <laughs> I mean, he was only going to pay them $5 a piece. So I think they probably still ended up getting more money, but... He uh, survived. They, they could have taken... I mean, they did take the whole hundred, but they could have taken it without giving him back money. Yeah. One dude had 17. The other three were all above 20. So... <laughs> oh, that's funny. I think, I think he made money on the deal. So then uh, Maverick is going on a stagecoach with Annabelle. After she ruined his after shirt. After she ruined his lucky shirt. Well, you know what? Don't she be, shrunk it on purpose. Yeah. Maybe you can learn to do your own laundry. Maybe you shouldn't he, maybe steal from people twice. Stolen from him. Uh, 
whatever. That was the payment. What do you so mean, whatever? You know what? He sh- maybe he shouldn't have said, I don't know how to do it. And you obviously do. Well. Oh, no. He was definitely being sexist. But also, I feel like doing laundry is way better than going to prison. How dare you? No. Victim. You're victim blaming. Uh, my man yes, was a victim, victim of a victim. theft. You're victim blaming. <laughs> yeah, she tried to steal from him. Oh, my gosh. He didn't. She didn't. He, he I knew what was I feel bad happening. for the guy. Poor shirt. It's Poor all shrunk shirt. now. Been robbed from and Flexing. had his favorite shirt ruined. At least it's a clean, underwear, tiny shirt. My underwear comes from New York. My shirt's from Paris, France. Get off your high horse, buddy. So then, whilst waiting for the stagecoach, or to cross the river, we'll say, we meet Zane Cooper, played by James Garner. Suave, as always. I re- I was like, fucking suave, as always. Yes. Sharp-dressed man, too. Yeah. Played Maverick in the original series. Actually, I was saying this to Matt while we were watching it. He could still get it. Well, I did say that, but I was also <laughs> saying that... He had a, a bit of a turkey thing going on. on Dude, whenever I see his face, oh, no, well, all I hear is do not fall in the trap. Democrats are full of crap. What's that? He's in that president's movie. <gasps> my with... fellow Americans. It's such a good yeah. movie. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, no. My favorite line. But he's that... a Democrat in that movie. My favorite line from that movie is uh, decaf. You pussy. That's my dad's favorite line, too. <laughs> you could spit in a Petri dish and start a whole new civilization. <laughs> that movie's great. Dan Aykroyd's in it, too. And the dad from Home Alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good movie. And Wolf of Brimley. It's a great movie. Why? We should do that. Someone should do that. <laughs> Let's just adding do that it, Adding it to my list now. Um, uh, so No, I was going to say, so from the years of doing all his own stunts, towards the end of his life, James Garner was like basically almost paralyzed because... His body just, it's kind of what Brendan Fraser is dealing with now as well. You can tell he's not in the best of health when it comes to his like joints mm. and everything because he did all his own sons in the mummy. So, gotta be careful with that stuff. Doesn't affect um, Tom Cruise though for some reason. Well, that's because that's he's the power pal- of L. Ron Hubbard. Tom Cruise yeah. could move things with his mind. So, yeah, he's Thetan bad. levels are off the Yeah, charts, he's man. powered Literally. by Thetans. Okay. All right. Then Angel, Alfred Molina, finds out that Maverick paid the gang and vows revenge. He's pissed. Oh, he beats the hell and out he of that guy. Then he beats him up. Could you imagine Real what? Real small dick I mean, energy here. He really, he really <laughs> took those guys apart. But could you imagine what he could have done if he had his Doc Ock arms? Amazing. He, he would have to work so even hard. Used him. I think he would have like he has no problem taking. Certainly wouldn't be out of breath out. afterwards. I kind of forget how much Alfred Molina has been in. It's oh yeah, lot. it's like it's a lot. Like I always forget it's him in the beginning of Raiders. He, yeah, you, you mostly he's a spider, so I try not to look. He he transcended that guy to being Alfred Molina. He's one of those few guys where he transcends that guy to being Alfred Molina. Yeah, confusingly not the person in this movie with multiple Academy Awards. He was really good in Fast and no, Furious. No, that would be Jodie Foster. Oh well, many Oscar winners and nominees in this movie. And Wall Randy Street. Newman is in and it. Randy Newman. No, he's not in it. He just well, I mean, the, music, just the music by Randy I, Newman. Could, he could not wait. To hear the Randy Newman song. Because I'm just sitting there. I'm like, I can't wait to hear like some sort of, because it's just playing the music. I'm like, it's just the end credits, right? Yeah. I know. I was so annoyed by that. I was, I was expecting like a, like Toy Story where he's. No, you were expecting like Major League, like. Or yeah, (laughs) where he, he's singing at the very beginning of it. Like I'm expecting to be like Maverick playing card. (laughs) Ride that stagecoach hard. the The whole movie. Yeah. So speaking It'd just of- be an episode of Monk then, right? <laughs> yeah. In <laughs> the jungle out there. God. So speaking of stagecoach, the stagecoach driver dies. The stagecoach is out of control. Yeah, the and music they played when he died. It's like, there's no way he's dead. This well, music's way jo- too happy. It was quite jaunty. He yells yeah, like, the thief and the old guy find the ride kind of bumpy. 
Yes. And this is way darker humor than I was expecting. And and Mel has to get up and uh, stop the horses. And this scene is actually from the movie Stagecoach from like 1939, like a really old movie. Yeah. John the scene Lane. where he goes like underneath the mm-hmm. stagecoach. Is that a famous scene? Yes, it is actually. Yeah. Stagecoach is a very mm-hmm. famous Western. Okay. Then there's a funeral scene where they sing Amazing Grace. When they bury the stagecoach driver. Uh, yeah, just this whole scene right here, I just went, I wrote in my notes, I'm like, how I, I just love Richard Donner so much that he was just so good at like making just like upbeat movies without being too like schmaltzy, mm-hmm. but they're still like action packed without being like too over the top. He's like a fine line between like David Zucker with like total slapstick and then like a Michael Bay sort of type with like explosions and action and everything. He's I love Richard Donner. Yeah. I thought this was a live action cartoon. It kind of, sometimes feels like that. I mean, he did the Goonies. And the, I mean, he, I mean like, yeah. he did Superman. It's just like fun, but it's also exciting. So um, Angel gets a telegram that reads, don't let Maverick reach the game. We don't know who sent it. That's pretty awesome that we could that they assumed Angel could read. Well, that's I mean, it's 1874. Sense. The literacy rate in this country is terrible. He wasn't answering his beeper, so. It's, that's it's true. It's like twice as bad as it is now. <laughs> it's like only 4% of people. So the trio, you know, the main three, stop to help a group of missionaries that have been robbed by, quote unquote, Indians. They say it. Not the words I would use. They say it. And uh, who's one of the missionaries, Matt? Quad pro quo alum, Margot Kidder. Margot Kidder. Two-time quad pro quo alum. Also was in... I think that makes her a three-peat here, right? The yeah. Omen, and she was in Superman, no, no, she was in, all directed by Richard Donner. And she wasn't in The Omen. So, or sorry, Amy Bilhar. Was that and, Mary Margaret or... Margaret, Margaret Mary. Mary, I'm not sure which she one. She was the one that had her wedding dress stolen that she needed for when she finds a man and could settle down and get married. And have kids. And I was like, bitch, you are not having kids. You are in your, like, 60s. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. Put her in some pigtails and, and, a, and a choker. Beebs. Beebs. <laughs> so Maverick said he'll get the quote-unquote Indians. Maverick says it wasn't them who stole it because there's no aggressive Native American people in the area and they said no they had war paint on and they were and they stole our thirty thousand dollars that we were going to use to open a mission and maverick says he'll get it back for ten percent which would give him his three thousand which would give him his 25 grand for the poker tournament all right tried to cheapskate they're just like no five well you know what they're christian ladies just cut through it out in the west yeah if he doesn't get it back for okay. you, you have zero dollars. Exactly. Hey, man, it's a jungle out there. Yeah. yeah, and their shit was stolen by people that live there first and don't like other people taking their land and yeah. shit. So. That was the wokest I've ever heard Mel Gibson be. But to be honest, it wasn't stolen by Native American people. It was stolen by a gang who dressed up like, quote unquote, Indians. Yep, they call them the Sleepy Bandits. So... <laughs> The wet bandit, no. The sleepy tranny bandits, because <laughs> one of them liked to put on that. Oh, yeah. So the trio right. sneak up on the gang, and one of them's wearing the Mary Margaret or Margaret Mary's wedding dress, and... Um, they're listening <laughs> to the they're listening to the music box. Don't yes. dance, Gerald. Yes. Mel Gibson says he needs guns, multiples, because he's going to try to charm guns. them. Lots so, of guns. So um, Annabelle's gun is an HJS Frontier 4 Derringer. It's a tiny little... A tiny little gun. It's true. Basically, a shootout ensues, but Maverick like I took the money back. I guess I was writing yeah. something down. I mean, at he the fires time. more than six shots from his six shooter. I, I, I knew that. it. I he knew it. You said it was guns. because he had 
He has three guns. One of those guns fired more than six bullets. I don't think you guys were paying. No, no, attention. he picked up the he picked up the one bad guy's gun. Thank early you. In the fight. Do we have to bring up the off, tape? They, they show him. Do you want you want to go back to the tape? Also, James Garner helps because him. I have two hands that have five fingers on each of them, and I could count to six, and I could also count to seven. But James Garner fired a few shots off. But and most he, importantly, he emptied his gun, and then when he did that cool roll away, he did the roll away. He, he got up picked gun him another gun. You know, how about you know commonly. Okay, in the West, six shooters were never actually carried with six rounds because the hammer would be back and you'd be like at risk of shooting your goddamn dick off. Yeah, yeah. Usually these firefighters to be super fast have five in the chamber. So not not all six. I guess well, you know, clearly he kept one in the chamber because she pulls the trigger on it like two scenes later and it goes off in his holster. Yeah, when she grabs his belt. Plus, we also, gets his dick shot off. Plus and we also right. know that this movie is not steeped in reality, okay? Yeah. Well, oh, that's for sure. Real. Yeah. Just like the rock they were hiding behind there. Um, <laughs> totally wasn't styrofoam. So Cooper's gun, James Garner, is a single action army with the bird's head grip. Nice. Looked all this stuff. Nice. <laughs> so we get some stand-up comedy from uh, Mel Gibson about how ugly um, Annabelle is and how old Cooper is. Pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Had to tie a pork chop to her around her neck so the dog would play with her. Like that was brutal. Funny, funny stuff. <laughs> you better watch out. John Hinckley is out now. He <gasps> could go after Mel Gibson now. <laughs> so they get the money back. They give him the three thousand, and then he feels bad and he gives the three thousand back. Why is he giving the money back? Fuck that. Keep it. He's got feelings, dude. They're just gonna waste it on Christianity. That's what I said. I they're said just you, go- they're just gonna in, indoctrinate well, and enslave. How many Native kilos Americans of Christianity can they buy with stupid that? Stupid Christianity. No, they're just gonna try and in, in about, about forty dead Native Americans. To be honest, they're probably. That's They're a lot of kilos. Mormons too on their way to Utah. They're in Utah is where this is filmed. So uh, then they're Mormons. Checks out. Uh, oh, they love- yeah, so he you- just gave three thousand dollars to the Mormon Church. Feel good about that now, Guina? Which is what Mormons they have to give ten percent. It's called tithing. Oh my God! And then she was try. She wanted to get married and have get a bunch for butt stuff. If you don't drink, just she wanted. She wanted to get married and have a bunch of babies. They helped out polygamists. Disgusting. So then the real indigenous people, Native Americans, show up. Well, a quote unquote real because well. No, I'm just saying. Oh. I'm pretty. What's the guy's name? Joshua. Joseph. Joseph. Nah, is the guy the guy played by Graham Greene, who's a great actor. Is is he has been nominated? Yes, he's a Native oh, American. Yeah, born born on Six Nations Reserve. Okay, I wasn't sure. I'm sorry. Okay, I yep. didn't I didn't look yeah. into it. Absolutely, I apologize. Native American. I apologize. Also been nominated for an Oscar. Very great actor. Him and Maverick are friends. Basically, he says I have to go with them. To cut off my hand and, and uh, we deserve a sac. They demand a sacrifice. Yeah. So he's talking to them, and no one else speaks. You know what they speak, but the uh, his buddy up on the on the ridge is like, "Yeah, ten four, buddy. I'll, I, you want me to talk angry? Yeah. yeah I'm, I'll shout at these people. No problem. And start shouting at them funny. and in in Native American pervy. A little. And bit, And he goes, yeah. "Who's this young lady with? You? She's hot. She yeah. she available? And it's all like." In another language. Mel's just like, no, nah, dude, just listen to me. Get me out of here. Yeah. So Joseph, <laughs> Graham Greene's character, carries an 1866 Winchester Yellow Boy rifle. Putting that out there. That is very, very cool. We learn that Joseph and his tribe, who camp in this beautiful valley, absolutely And they have stunning. a bicycle. And they have a bicycle that was given them to them by a Russian archduke who pays Joseph and the tribe to perf- to basically perform as stereotypical indigenous people. So the war paint and the drums and the canoes and the peace pipes and the teepees. 
What's with the drums and the war paint and the horses? What are you doing here? Oh, we had kind of a lousy year. Not much left to hunt. So when this Russian Archduke, that's where I got the bike, he came along and wanted to see the real West, so I said, okay. He pays well. We get all dressed up in war paint and go whooping around like idiots. He wants me to speak like they say in the books. Oh, oh, oh wait, man. People are such assholes. Which I'm sure some indigenous people live like that, but he makes it seem like this isn't how we no. live normally. The Russian guy's like, I come for uh, you authentic know. experience. <laughs> yes. And you show me. <laughs> And he owes Maverick a thousand dollars, which Joseph does not have. So then Joseph says he doesn't have. Exactly. So then they go to the Archduke. Joseph has an idea because the Archduke loves to hunt, and he says, "You can." Well, the whole scene because he comes up and he starts speaking French, and the guy's like, "You have to speak like an indigenous person." That's a lot of how white how, man and how. how, hey, how here, ho, her, in the truck. Yeah, it's it's degrading. But you're getting paid, so I guess you do it. (laughs) Well, I mean... I've been a waiter. (laughs) Money still has value. I've worked worked retail. (laughs) Get it? So he says he can hunt Maverick. He tells him that um, Maverick is an old, diseased Native American person, part of their tribe, who's going to die anyway. So he can hunt him for $1,000. He does. He shoots him, but not really. Do you guys notice uh, Mel's war paint? Oh, you've noticed this. I didn't notice it. I saw it. Uh, Black, red... Yellow. What country's colors are those? The Germans. Uh, I think you're looking too far into that. <laughs> I really do. Oh my goodness! I mean, who was staring us right Germans in our faces the whole time? The Russians versus the Germans, and we all know how Mel feels about a certain group. You know what? You, uh, oh. the Russian guy. Ring a bell? Did he look familiar to you? Why should I know this? Uh, Raban, ring a bell? Look at his face. If, if I could describe Christ, his face. I can't believe this is only an audio Like medium. a boy on Christmas morning. He just lit up like, really? Yeah. Really? The, He's the beast. Oh, no way. Dune 84. These are my favorite dots that have been connected. Oh, my God. No way. I'm going to tell everyone this. He's like, We're just going to pass the movie now. Oh, wait. Well, hey. fuck yeah, I am. God damn it. <laughs> no, the Raban is. No shit, dude. Raban's in it. If you tell me that, oh, that's so cool. Next thing you know, if you tell oh, him that James Coburn, I learned the coolest thing today. James Coburn is actually David Bowie. I mean, Sting. Who I'm going to call fighting. my dad tomorrow and tell him. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and he'll be like, "That's the proudest S- thing I've ever heard you tell oh me, son." God, that's so fucking cool. Thank you for that. <laughs> okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Bravo, Tammy. Bravo, Tammy. Your Tuesday. research oh. skills are unmatched. Really good at movies. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. So um, Maverick makes his his $1,000 for getting killed by the Archduke. Then when he's on his way, he gets attacked by Angel and his gang. And this brings us back to the scene from the beginning of the movie. Him these guys, from the tray. I had to turn it down a little bit when we were watching it because these guys had some punches that were like Harrison Ford level of punches. Oh, yeah. They were very loud. Oh, yeah. Definitely. A lot of, a lot of thwaps. For some random henchmen. Thwaps. Obviously, Maverick escapes because then the movie would be over if he didn't. And then we come to the steamboat, which I just always feel like just looks like a great time. 
It does look a good time. Yeah, yeah you guys want to go to that steamboat like hotel that's up in Strasbourg? There is a steamboat like hotel in the middle yeah, of. Yeah, but it's it's just a hotel that looks like a steamboat. Yeah, it's not on the water. Who do you it's think is tossing coal into those uh, steam turbines down below? You think they were paid? Look, it's either you know this or a riverboat. Yes, they were totally paid. It's either in the Constitution. This. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. they they were paid a sure. nickel every two days. <laughs> It's this or a river. They get to exist on that boat and not get murdered for it. A Missouri drug cartel. You know, it's it's one or the other. So we're at the All Rivers Poker Tournament on this on this steamboat. The trio is reunited. Annabelle doesn't have enough money. She's four thousand short. Maverick is two thousand short at this point. And he sees the Archduke, the Russian guy, on Raban. the steamboat. Raban. Beast Raban. Beast Raban. And he Squeeze. goes up to him and pretends he's from Indian Affairs and basically says, like, we know all about the murder and you killing that guy. So it's a 10 years in prison and a $6,000 fine. And the guy basically just says, like, I give you money and you make the, it go away. Take, take the money. I'll get out of here. No, yeah. no big deal. Uh, don't That's tell anyone. Take, take, take my money, please. Take That's money. why there was a revolution in Russia. All that money being spent on frivolous things. How so, many people do you think Putin has hunted? Well, this I'm not answering that question. <laughs> they can listen to our podcast. They you do. Well, not we, for sport, we, not for fun. We, we do get highlights. Zero. <laughs> we, Very good king. <laughs> I, number one czar, yes? <laughs> if I see any boxes that, does, that says, does not contain polonium outside your house, I am not getting that for you. Uh, Definitely not the bomb. My house is a cobalt 60 free hum, okay? <laughs> so now he has the money. Annabelle has her 25 grand and they're both going to play in the poker match. And then Angel and Maverick are reunited. There's a little bit of a tussle at the bar in the steamboat. We also then meet Commodore Duval, played by James Coburn. That James fucking, fucking guy. Coburn. Did you see his frozen fingers? Yeah, I said the same thing. I was like, he's, he's got like, the long... The- like This man has either spent a lot of time in a wheelchair wheeling himself around or he's just got like he's bonitis, got the, he's but got, in both hands. No, it's it's a it's a disease. That, oh, like, great. No, I mean, I mean, it's not a disease. Bill Nye has it too. Bill Nye, like that's why you, whenever you see, is he him, okay? No, it's just his middle. Like, no, he's not okay. It, he's the chief inspector. <laughs> 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 You're making us all look bad. Um, my dad, like it happens in older men. My dad kind of has it at this point too. How do so I like not get it? Thing, they, but different. There's the who does like the this? commercials for the pills on on TV? I think it's like John. It's a football player. Joe John, Montana. No, John. Joe Namath. John Cena. No, his name's John. His John. name is John Cena. Were there any white guys? Johns? Is it John Elway? John, John Elway. It is John Elway. Yeah. It's John Elway. He and, got hit in the so head a lot. So it's basically a thing that happens to men, and a lot of times, like you just can't. You can bend it, but it just it when your hand is like this, it's always going to be like straight out. It's like a thing. When you uh, play in the NFL as a quarterback, uh, and you don't have an offensive line for your entire career, CTEs of fucking hell of a thing well, he would have had an offensive line but they couldn't breathe that far well it's not cte <laughs> <laughs> okay so james coburn i mean as i said can he still get it that white hair i, mm. I wrote, he, he looked pretty great in this great so, i wrote in my note i wrote in my notes credits so He's like i thought you were gonna say years old i did the whole <laughs> i did the whole uh the whole nandor thing where i'm like this fucking guy Fucking guy. The fucking guy. You know who else we see in the in the on the steamboat in the, the card game? The dad from Night of the Roxbury's? Yeah, Dan Hadaya. Yes, Dan Hadaya. You grab my ass? There's a lot of no, cameos. Not that guy, not okay, that guy. Okay, I don't know how to say this, but this is what it's called. It's called like Dupitrin's contracture. Wait, wait, I'm Tammy, I'm a nurse. I can read this. <laughs> That's what it's called. 
God damn it, Tammy, too. Get your shit together. Yeah, see, Do Poitrin's contracture. Do Poitrin's contracture. That's what it's called. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But the real... The so real that's when you look like it. you're always pinching some salt over something. Yeah, like your middle... It's usually always like your middle finger. Oh, for traffic. out, basically. All right. <laughs> George Costanza would have a field day with people that suffered from that. So I, I followed him. to flip me yes. off. Okay. So there are 20 players. 25 grand each. $500,000 total. Okay. Cooper... James Garner is the law that is monitoring the game. So he's going to keep everyone in order. He has two guns. He says these are the only guns on board. Let's be honest, that's probably not true. Everyone's packing heat. Yeah. But not they really. really needed was a but DSA they are. to get on there. Like a like Conair. Dude, ass. no one had bombs in their shoes. Relax. Yeah. Like Conair, there's a a gun in the lockbox and a small arsenal in the belly of the plane. That's it. But Not where's real. the insulin? What's Mr. Dictionary Boy over here, guy? <laughs> <laughs> I think you mean the Thorith? I think you mean the the I can't even say it. The Thoris boy the is more accurate. So then we get this great poker montage. Montage! Set to, I'm assuming, either one of the many country music stars that make a cameo in this movie, Clint Black, Waylon Jennings. By the way, ladies and <laughs> oh, gentlemen. Waylon's song came out after this. So oh, this did This is it? probably Clint This Black's is probably song. Clint Black. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, also in the Delaware area, be sure to go see Clint Black at Dover Downs. He will be performing there in the future soon. I see the billboard every day coming home <laughs> from work. I forget the exact date, but Clint Black. We'll be at Dover yes. Downs. Yeah, there's also a Pi Gow tournament the same evening. Ooh, Dover there's Downs, no, we wait for our check. There's no there's no Pi Gow billboard. I just know of Clint Black. Well, Clint Black is in it. He actually is the first one to get thrown off the steamboat for cheating. That is Clint he Black. Don't start and it won't be none. No, won't be none. We do see Dan Hedaya, a great character actor. And he's also super Italian in this movie. He's like, he is a no, cheat. I don't think he's Italian. I think he's supposed to be like Eastern European. He goes like, I always knew about that guy. Like he says it like that. If anything, maybe incredibly stereotypical. Dad, scream with your hands some more. He did, he did do this though. He did this. He did it with his hands. Do, do, do the Greeks do that too? Yeah, I feel like he was maybe supposed to be Greek. Like I knew about. Like it was. Like I'll that. tell you what the Greeks do. Yeah. The end is purple. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Do you know? You know. Okay. I'm really glad I don't know. I'm glad I don't I know. know either. The tip is purple. So a few characters get thrown off the boat, all right, for cheating or carrying guns. Waylon Jennings is the one that gets Waylon caught carrying. Waylon Jennings is the, the final one. We never see him get yeeted. I was very sad. No, he doesn't. We don't see him, but he's carrying a gun and blames it on his yeah, wife. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and his other gun. Yeah. It's also his wife. He's carrying that for her. I'm pretty sure, Which yeah. I'm pretty it sure was, he said to a cop in his life, too. It was, a, it was also a law at the time that anytime you make a Western... In the 90s, you had to have a country star do a brief cameo in well, it. Well, there's a lot. I mean, apparently, like... Reba, I saw Tracy Atkins. Apparently, Reba, Reba McIntyre's in it, but she's like she's just a standby. Like, there's a lot of people that are just, Somebody like, uncredited. needs to lock that woman in her house. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure if we'd paused this during those poker scenes and showed it to my dad, at least 15 people would have been pointed out. Oh, okay. Between old Western stars and country <laughs> stars. All the extras there were old Western stars and country stars. Oh, yeah. There were tons of Western stars from like the 50s, like from the original shows from the 50s and 60s. And my dad loves him. Old Westerns. Okay. And 80s and 90s country music. Well, there we go. Oh, man. So we should show him the remake of Stagecoach. That there's Hank saying. Underhill. <laughs> <laughs> so the final game yes. is going to be Maverick. Angel, the Commodore, and Annabelle. So they get a one-hour break in which Maverick and, and Annabelle bang a lot. For 38 minutes. Yeah. Like 38 times. of those minutes, they bang. Yes. There was big cummies. Ew. Oh, right on her flat tummy. Oh, my God. God. 
Well, they don't want to have children yet, so. No. <laughs> Safety first. Yeah. So then they have like, a couple minutes to get back to the final match. If they're not in their chairs by the time the clock strikes one or whatever, then they can't play. Maverick is locked in his room. Heavy duty <laughs> locked in his room. It's like a it's like a huge chain with a chain. Like it's crazy. I like this scene better when it was done in Casino Royale when James Bond was like dying instead yeah, of and he had to inject himself yeah. with. Like, yeah, I also like James Bond movies better. Amphetamines. Yeah, he does make it out and he get, he makes it to the table in time. He Indiana Jones his way across that boat. He does yeah. That was impressive. I, I was so disappointed we didn't get a running on the. On the wheel bit. Oh, it was right there. I was just like, why do we not? Like, we already saw where they've got a great stunt guy doing that jump up the horses routine before they crashed off the ravine. Oh, I know. Like, you know they, what? They've already paid the stunt guy. Something about that ravine, that ravine man. I'm pretty sure I saw Curly's corpse in that ravine. <laughs> they probably used the same gravesite for Curly that they did for the driver. I think so. I think they may have. So, in the final poker match or table, we'll say, um, Annabelle is booted first. She, <gasps> she's upset and she says, I didn't use any of my tells. I didn't play with my hair. I didn't. You held your breath. My teeth. And he says, you held your breath. And she says, no, I didn't. And then goes around. I like how she went around the table and everyone's like, yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> to each person, though. Like, I like Angel's. Each like, person. Like, each person. And then Mel Joel says, held your even breath. the dealer. Yeah, it was like, like, even the girl. dealer. And Mel says, when see, when you get excited, you tend to breathe heavily. And she says, how do you? Uh oh. Uh, so she's out first. Then we get kind of like, let's say, the final hand. And this is when we realize that everyone is basically cheating because the dealer is in on it. You see him pull brand new cards out of a case. He shuffles them. He hands them to Angel to cut. He takes them back and then swipes them for another deck that he has in his other hand. So the dealer is in on it, helping somebody cheat. So the final hand, the Commodore, four of a kind. Three of a kind. He, he gets ends with three. up getting four of a kind. Yes. Okay. More cheating. Correct. So then so, when Angel. Because we see that yes. both of them are, both the Commodore and Angel are in on it. Yes. Angel. From the bottom. Yeah. He, Angel asks for two cards. The dealer is from the bottom of the deck. So Commodore ends up with a four of a kind, which is 416 to one odds. I, I believe, I believe he had uh, two pair. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> A low two pair. <laughs> low two pair. Eights and eights. <laughs> eights and eights. Angel. Open side flush draw. Angel gets a straight flush, which is 72,193 to one. Mm. And then Maverick. This fucking guy, dude. He has le- he has a royal flush and then oh. a two of hearts and asks for his one card from the top of the deck. And he asks Angel to slide it over to him. And when he picks up the card and he looks at it, he lets out a sigh like he doesn't have it. And then he throws it and it's the Ace of Spades. You want to sing the Ace of Spades? The Ace of Spades! <laughs> Which is did a... You, did you all just hear God? The chance of getting a royal straight flush is 649,739 to one. I did that once. You got a royal straight flush? Yeah. What suit? It was clubs. Oh. Not space. I got it in video poker. That's once. That's where I got it. Oh. I got yeah. it. Yeah. Video poker. No, no, no. I got it. I got it in video poker. Video poker. I can't we, roll my eyes any farther. Uh, I want Liz Lemon up at this table right now. Sorry, I don't count mine. I can feel it. I want to. No, I want a thousand dollars because of that. You win so, all your money at the nickel slots, did ya? No, I won a thousand dollars because I got a straight royal flush. Oh. Also, Guido, I would love to know your opinion on the size of James Coburn's cigar in this final poker match. It did is those, the biggest cigar I've ever did seen. Did those even exist yet? Because I didn't. I it's thought, like a foot long sub. Yeah. 
I thought so, Churchill's didn't exist until after Churchill. It's just obnoxious. It was so. It's be, but but wasn't that I a Churchill? Wasn't that a Churchill? No, it was larger than that. It looked really? it looked bigger. It was larger than that, bud. That looked like, like a, a sixty Jake, ring size, Jake probably like ten and a half guy. inches long. Like yeah. No, it was just obnoxiously large because whoever uh, is on. Uh, the production studio side was like never want, smoke cigars. And we like, want this guy to. Look, did. We only have cartoonishly large there. ones. Yeah, Real like we we want this cognac. guy to look like he has the a ones really later big when they're sharing a bath, remarkably smaller. So you know, well, well, much yeah, more average size. Well, yeah, cigars, because you know the Commodore I mean? was a probably big, worked just the same. You know, because the Commodore was a big man with a big boat and a big cigar. And a big he head. was a big guy. Um, so swinging big dick. <laughs> Maverick wins. Angel shoots up and accuses him of being che- a cheating son of a bitch and slides on a slide sleeve slide. I don't know what those things are called. Um, but he had Remington eighteen sixty six Derringers oh, up his sleeve. Up his sleeves, it, which I I always I love. He hit a switch. I they love it. Slide out into his hands. It also, doesn't matter. I actually like it better in Wild Wild West when it jumps out of Wicked Wicked Wild Wicked Wicked Wild Wild West. When it jumps out of Artemis oh Gordon's uh, belt buckle, it's much cooler when that happens. I like the slide. I also wanted uh, to say that I feel like in any movie about poker, there always has to be a character that says "too rich for my blood." Oh, <laughs> I, was, I was very happy to hear that. <laughs> and you know what? Same time, sleeve guns. Sleeve guns. All card game, you know, movies need sleeve guns. Again. That Edward Norton movie would have been better with sleeve guns. Totally, Rounders? dude. Rounders. Yeah. With oh, my favorite, Matt Damon. And John Malkovich. Cyrus the damn guy. Pay that man his money. I don't think 21 <laughs> would have been The worst accent. <gasps> you, there you go. He was worse in that movie than he was Con Air. That's because he's great in Con Air. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so a shootout ensues. Angel is killed. That was a pretty dope shootout. Yeah. That was Shoots pretty cool. those two dudes. So, three bullets. I counted those ones. Oh. So then um, <laughs> they're going to present Mel Gibson with the money, half a million dollars. And in the first of many double crosses, Cooper, James Garner, takes the money. I'm the only one with a gun. Yeah. And escapes from the steamboat. The also, Commodore... Also, he says, I'm the only one with a gun. Homie, you've thrown like three people I off know, this boat so who had guns. guns. So many guns. Three other people just showed up with more guns. I'm willing to bet there's more guns here. Yeah. Well, do you I'm, remember like, I'm before the Jody game... Foster didn't literally pull one out of her ass and was yeah. like, you forgot this one. Do you remember the, before the game even started and he had his own little speech about no guns on my boat? Yeah. He puts his gun back into his holster, but it, he misses. It falls, and it falls, it falls on the ground. ground and yeah. everyone, Look at this fucking goober. Well, you lull people into a sense of Oh, that's what he was doing. It's yeah. all on purpose. Uh-huh. It's all part it's the art of the steel yeah so the commodore goes to like shoot him with a sharps 1874 with a telescopic sight oh, <laughs> that was pretty oh, dope oh, oh, oh. that but, was one of my favorite guns to use in uh, red dead redemption but too bad old crab hands can't hold the gun well no maverick stops him from shooting him yeah basically the barrel up. thank goodness he'd embarrass himself then we get to lots more double crosses. So we get James Coburn meeting James Garner in the woods because they were in on it together. Can't triple cross the double cross. James Coburn was also in on it with Angel. <laughs> That's where James we get. Garner was never told about Angel. No, and more then double cross. Maverick gets to the little fireside where they both are, and he takes the money back. And then the final calls both of them old. Calls both of them old. Can you describe the branch that uh, James Gardner used to strike James Coburn with? 
No. It's it's mean, beautifully plastic. You're describing every other weapon in this movie. Oh, anyway. I'm sorry. The branch was oak, and it was um, about Ooh. three feet long. It's quite the switch. <laughs> so and then, very plastic. Yeah. In the final scene, we see uh, Maverick sitting in a in a bath, smoking a cigar, drinking some brandy. Cooper comes in, and this is when we find out he's his daddy. Oh, he's his I pappy. knew that his from the very beginning of the movie yeah, because what? I've seen this movie before. Oh my god, you're so good at movies. <laughs> so good at movies. <laughs> <laughs> we all have seen this movie before, so yeah, we all knew that was happening. Dude, he shows oh, up and like, so, oh, that guy's his dad. And Michelle's so like, I of course this he is. With Heather today. Oh yeah. She had not seen this movie. <gasps> wow. Like, oh my god. She was actually surprised. Oh yeah. By the think? twist. I, no, I'm, no, I'm pretty sure. Was surprised. I'm. I'm pretty sure the first time when I saw it. she got it, home, I was at like 18 minutes into the movie. Yeah, so she I missed the first 18 minutes or so. When Don't I first saw it. it. Yeah, when I yeah. first saw it, I was like, oh, that was good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. He's then, his pappy that he kept quoting the whole. Misquoting. My pappy always said. Yeah. Then they both are in the bathtub and then. No, they're in separate bathtubs. Yeah, they're not in the <laughs> yeah. same one. And then in the final double cross, who shows up but Annabelle. She gets the final steal. So she takes the money, but obviously Maverick has hidden some in his boot. She also, and also knew that they were they were father and son. She knew they were father and son in a very Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade kind of. You both kiss the same way. And you both draw your pistols the same. same. And then right before leaving does basically tell them that their dicks are small because she says, I'll tell the woman to bring in some hot water by the looks of it. <laughs> oh, I figured that was just a shrinkage joke. Yeah. She looked down and said, yeah. A shrinkage. A shrinkage joke. Shrinkage. I mean, it does shrink. You're both meaty the same way, something like that. She says you're both. It was a bit crude. She said, "Yeah, she says something crude." Because it's untrue. She's just being mean. Do you think they tag teamed her? No. On the trail, they Eiffel Towered her. Is that what you're saying? That's how she knew they were the. They London bridged her. You know what I mean? They high fived on either end. Is that what you're saying? Gross. And then that's the end of the movie. We get a we get a great still shot of Mel Gibson. Yes. Fade to black. And then we get the Randy Newman song. Singing song about cards. <laughs> Riding hard. Left foot, right foot. It's the jungle out there. It's all the ink confusing everywhere. Okay. Take a long, hard look at Randy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's what I was expecting. So, Short um, people ain't got no reason to live. God damn it, Tammy. <laughs> Left foot, right foot. <laughs> Um, so, like we said, the twenty-five grand would be about six hundred thousand today. So that would have made the winnings six hundred thousand times twenty. What's that? Not enough to retire on. Well, depending on where you live. As long as it's not in San Francisco. Fucking. I mean, maybe in St. Louis. That's twelve million. That's pretty good. Considering life expectancy of like sixty-four years. Not too bad. Not too bad. Damn, um, Tammy too is really good at calculators. In- really good at calculators. Yeah. Probably even retire in San Francisco. Ooh. I mean, presuming you only got like 21 years, you got to live off it. Yeah. Oh, I think you can maybe do it. I would buy a whorehouse and I mean, treat them you all couldn't very nicely. They would all Regular be very well paid. Okay. And they would have dental. Alice Cooper had a cameo as a town drunk, but was cut. What? Yeah. I, I, I need to cancel this director. I could not find if there was another choice for Mel in the role of Maverick. I doubt there was because it's a Richard Donner movie. There's plenty of people out there that hate Jews. <laughs> uh, Meg Ryan was the original choice to play Annabelle Brand. Uh, I actually, again, I love Jodie Foster. She's a very talented actress. Both characters were so charismatic alone. Like Mel Gibson was so charismatic as Maverick. Uh-huh. And Annabelle was so charismatic as Annabelle. Them together 
they like canceled each other out. I felt like it just didn't work for me. Okay. I felt like she had more, she had better on screen chemistry with Hannibal Lecter than she did with oh, Mel Gibson did. in this movie. Okay. I mean, she won an Academy Award for one of those two roles. Yeah. So, so I don't role. think this was it. So the role of Cooper, which James Garner played, which I just assumed he was the first choice because it's, you know, bringing him back to the role, well, to the, the movie. It was actually first offered to Paul Newman because William Goldman wrote the script and he also wrote Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, which Paul Newman was in. And Paul Newman was in the role or was going to accept it and then they lowballed him on his salary and so he turned it down wasn't and so making, james garner i mean it. wasn't he making enough money off of newman's own he could have taken the all hit? of that goes to charity all of I newman's know. own products go to charity it says on the label 100 percent goes to charity did did he have that in 94 yes okay definitely all right so i guess let's go around the room and pass fail i mean i'm gonna pass it i still like this movie i think it's great <laughs> john tammy uh, I have to pass it. I picked it, right? Uh, I mean, technically, yeah. It is although, a movie although this is just good fun. Okay. I hadn't seen it or in a while. And yeah, it was way more fun than I remember. Matt? I, yeah, I know I was sitting there like with my critiques about it, but no, no, no. It, again, I love Richard Donner. For some reason, he doesn't get as much credit as like, say, a Spiel. But he basically, in a way, he kind of helped create Spielberg in a sense when you think about it. Because, you know... Spielberg says Richard Donner was his mentor. Yeah. He so, openly gives a lot of credit to to Richard Donner. Yeah, it's all good fun. I they loved both it. know how to make a real fun movie. So. Oh, yeah. my God, yes. Yeah. Like, campy. Absolutely. And, I mean, he just There's died recently, wrong with too. But, like, good camp. Like, good camp. Yeah, like, I mean, there were definitely some, like, ridiculous lines. What was that one line that he said? Oh, when he got, in the beginning, when he got off the, the donkey, and he was like, huh, well, he is a, a pain in the ass. And then he goes, and he, like... And he says something like any hee-haw-haw Wait, all the way or something. E-haw, he always likes to be called Arthur. Yeah, I was like, what Yeah, I wrote that shit down. <laughs> but no, no. Like, this is, this is top-notch like, comedy I'm right like, here. I'm like, puns. RuPaul loves this movie, probably. <laughs> but no, I'm I'm a definite pass. I, okay. I, I love this movie. Guido, has um the Archduke from Dune 1984 changed your mind? Are you look, passing this movie? Look, I was going to say that this movie is like a tasty cake pie, like a tasty cake blueberry pie. Like it, it was great when I was eight, and it's overly sweet and basic as shit. Okay. And, uh, but I learned something today, <laughs> and Raban is in it from Please 84 <laughs> Dune. That's so not only does this get a pass, I couldn't pass this any harder. Oh, my gosh. Real so, Tammy will be super so happy. hard. So super happy. pass. I, I the hardest pass I could ever pass. Her heart is so. I full. passed it harder than any so of my hard. other movies. Absolutely, I okay. loved it. Loved it's a it. Raging pass. Raging throbbing pass. Bring in fade and repass. <laughs> yes. Hey Guido. Yeah. You get to pick next. Quid pro quo. Sweet. Well, yeah, I do. I do. And you're in for a treat because I picked Captain. Ron, Captain Ron, and it came out in 92, directed by uh, Tom Eberhardt. Is that how you say it? I was was saying thumb. Thumb? Oh, Tom, he's British probably then. Like that douche from Radiohead. Oh, is it T-H-O-M? All right. Yeah. Yeah, it's Tom. It's still Tom. So, Thumb Eberhardt, (laughs) and uh, it stars Kurt Russell and Martin Short, and... Literally nobody else. Uh... Uh, Mary Kay Place is a phenomenal actress. All of Mary Kay Place is in this movie. Uh, yeah, it is. Yes, it is. Mary Kay <laughs> Place is built for that? speed, and I think she's a wonderful lady. 
and she was really funny and great in this movie. So you also, guys are in for oh, a no, treat. That shot through the video camera. Also, I think she was made for comfort. Lovely cameo by Paul Anka. All right, so where can um, our listeners watch Captain Ron? I'd buy it, when and I strongly uh, yeah. encourage you to uh, give them some royalty money and yeah. buy it for yourself. We rented it on Amazon. Watch it when Prime. you're sick. Okay. Yeah. Watch it when you're constipated. Amazon and watched it on his. Okay. You're welcome. It doesn't seem like it's available for free on any of the streaming. Not services. not right now. Not it right now, yeah. but you you can purchase it on Amazon or Apple. We saw that. Um, you rent for four, or buy for fifteen. It's kind exactly. of exactly. All right, so we are at Quad Pro Quo Pod across Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Please like and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have an idea for a theme month, you can suggest it on our website or send us an email at at Quad Pro Quo Pod at gmail.com and until next week thank you for listening thank you for listening we did a good pod i'll hit them for you it's cool we going sing a randy newman song out (laughs) jesus bye bye